Hey, how's it going? I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Who is in several pieces. Welcome to Warriors, Bards, and Brews, the comic book edition, episode two. Um, sorry for fucking up our schedule. Chloe feels really bad about this, even though I'm just like, you shouldn't, because you, you're mangled. Yeah, so we really decided that we were going to stick to our schedule um, about a month ago, and then completely fucked that up, because I've been to the ER four times in the last month, and to the hospital overall... Uh, seven times in the last month and one of those times was for a surgery um, after which I spent a week stoned out of my fucking mind on T3s. I'm pretty sure there's photos on our Instagram of you looking all drugged yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I think I sort of touched <laughs> on this last time but yeah, I've just been uh, consistently a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try and really? do better <laughs> once Chloe's healed. So the uh, the pin in my hand keeps uh, rotating and digging into my hand, which is really fun. And I have to clean the wound and deal with the pin and polysporin it. And I haven't thrown up yet, which is good. It's very impressive because Sarah has an extremely weak stomach. I threw up taking with the garbage last week because it smelled. Um, <laughs> literally threw up. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we are your glorious hosts. <laughs> yeah, and I and I basically fell asleep on the couch like halfway through the workday today because I am exhausted and burnt <laughs> out. So we're in great shape. Um, oh, and fun news, we have a potential crow friend. We're really obsessed. Um, the crow's name is Carl. Yes, we've, I've named him Carl. Sarah named him Carl. Uh, he was eating our catnip in our garden box and then we started leaving him treats no no to... no no no, no. he'd been eating the catnip for the, like that's why we have no catnip now because uh-huh. fucker ate it all um and then i noticed a bone in the catnip we lived on the second floor so there was a bone in our garden box on our balcony which i didn't put there and you didn't put there and so the crow put it there and it's not like a chicken wing bone it's like a raccoon leg bone or some weird shit like that it's pretty creepy it was very creepy but we all every, everything we read was like you need to accept the gift so I was like okay so I brought the bone inside and immediately threw it out um, then I put out snacks for, for Carl and Carl has been by three times today and he has this tendency to hop around the railing and then look very pointedly in the apartment while doing that like creepy head tilt thing that they do. Yeah. So basically we have a crow friend named Carl. This is probably the most exciting thing that's happened <laughs> to both of us in the last month. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll probably so. hear more about <laughs> Carl. We're determined to befriend him properly. Well, he was calling at us and I think he's mad because there's no more snacks. He is a greedy bitch. Well, he came back, well, I put out like a half a cup of nuts for him and there's no more nuts on the, welcome to the Carl podcast. <laughs> and we're pretty sure. Carl Watch 2019. And we're pretty sure it is the same crow because he kind of has the same mannerisms every time. So he does, he follows a very strict routine. He bounces on the railing, gets in the box, bounces on the railing, looks in the window and then Seamus pretends he's tough and then crow fucks off. Yeah. Um, I told everybody at work today about Carl, and they were all delighted, and everybody on Facebook is jealous, so this is exciting I'm for very us. excited. Yeah. Alrighty, so, issue two, Xena. Uh, don't love the art in this one. Yeah, the cover's great, but... The cover's awesome, yeah. Um, the inside artwork, it's not bad, but, um, you just said they all kind of look like big-lipped Barbies. Yep. Which is kind of true. I mean, Barbie, um, Barbie got some collagen injections. Yeah, I'm not really as cartoony yeah i'm not that into it yeah and the details are really i don't know like something as simple as like just drawing the the little crisscrossing on gabrielle's shirt that's missed so many times I, it like it's fine but i just am not impre- as impressed as i was with the first edition 
Yeah, I mean, like, this, I'm looking at this panel now where Cena and Gabrielle, like, looking, like, out in the sunset together on, like, what looks like Pride Rock from The Lion King. <laughs> and it literally looks like pin-up anime-style kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, which just feels wrong. It just it looks weird, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, it's, I'm enjoying it, but it's just, like, hmm, okay. There is a good gay kiss, though. Very good gay kiss. Uh, very pleased with that. I mean, this is one thing I, I am loving about this. Like, they're they are not shying away from the gay stuff. I mean, pretty much, I think if you're going to do something Xena-related now, it has to be explicit. I mean, it was good fun in the 90s for mm. it to be really obvious subtext and all that, and uh, it was almost... this The fact that it was subtextual was, was almost part of the fun, but I yeah. feel like now, if you're going to do it, like it that just can't... It won't float anymore. No, so. no it has to be like super explicitly gay. Much like the new tattoo of my leg. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I'm glad they're doing it, but, like, part of me is just like, oh, we could have had so much more fun with the show if they were allowed to get away with this stuff in the 90s. Yeah, but see, I'm almost like, I, I appreciate what it was. And no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I love that, too. And I appreciate all the wink-winkiness of it, you know? Definitely. And I appreciate that it, the whole, you know, community of, like, queer women were, like, wink-wink even and when it went over the heads of, like, yeah. I mean, so many people. Even Subaru got in on that with the Xena lover license plate in the ad that time. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, if something's going to... If there's some piece of Xena media now, it needs to be explicit. But yeah. you know, I'm fine with this what is, it was. This is where I have very conflicted feelings about the the reboot uh, talk and the, the potential reboot. I I would I want them to be explicitly gay in a in a reboot, but I'm like, part of me thinks it's like it's gonna lose a lot of the fun camp appeal of Xena mm -hmm. if it's if those jokes and those wink wink nudge nudge things aren't there because there was so much of that. Like, even things like, oh, you know, it was your decision to eat veal, well, I'm fine with fish, or whatever, things like that, or... Just stupid little comments like that, yeah. Or, like, you know, Lao Ma, I don't eat meat, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything I'm thinking of comes comes back to fish and meat right now, because well, you stopped eating meat, and you only eat fish now. You are a pescatarian. I am. <laughs> I cooked so much fucking tofu in the last month. Jesus Christ. Fortunately, we like tofu. I do like tofu. Make a fucking good peanut sauce, too. No, and like the these are spoken for when, you know, she's oh, yeah. encounters right. that. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Fuck. <laughs> that sacrifice to be. <laughs> right, yes. Re her boobs. Yes, you know? I think that's what, yeah, I, yeah. They, they probably know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so <laughs> back to the comic. I don't think we have much to say about the comic, truthfully. Like, um, so it gets picking up where they left off, and um, Discord is still there, and she wants the children. Um, and I don't remember Strife showing up in the show at all. That's the little gothy-looking pro. I don't pro think so, no. Who has, like, William Defoe face in this panel? <laughs> it's like <laughs> William Defoe in Streets of Fire. <laughs> So that's the thing. Uh, and then there's uh, the Romans. And then there's, you know, Xena doing the, the Xena thing. And... Basically, <sighs> Zeus comes in and yeah. he's like, Discord, you acted poorly, daughter. You're not a god anymore. And Strife is like, well, how about you give me her powers and all the yeah, things yeah. that come along with that and stuff. And Zeus is kind of like, nah. So yeah. there's some familial drama going on Although here. Although there's familial going on. But one well, thing yeah. I do like is this is this little panel here where Xena's off trying to fight, find the Roman camp and get her way in. And Gabrielle's with the, the villagers. Um, 
and this is one thing I think they've captured well is this her empathy for for humans and her oh, understanding yeah. of of you know human nature and there's shit going on. Who do I talk to? And she goes to the old magistrate lady and um, you the, know. the one who sort of made the decision to accept this blood curse scenario. Yeah, and it, and it, you know she says this is all my fault. Um, but yeah. But Gabrielle's trying to console her a bit, and... Yeah. I was going to point out, my wife was a decorated war hero. <laughs> Did you not notice that? No, I definitely noticed that. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the magistrate woman has a wife. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, appreciate uh, it. And they've yeah. got their little gay family going on. Oh, yeah, with children and everything. It's great. Yep. Um, so, I don't remember, like, I read this last week. I don't remember any sort of mention about the blood curse and, like, how... Anything more about it? Like, was it was that resolved? I can't remember. It was basically just that she was going to take the children. Right, okay, that was just I'm it. not sure exactly what she was going to do with them. I don't really know that we know, or supposed to know what she's going to do with them yet. Yeah. But probably it won't be enjoyable Probably will be fun. Them. Blood curse is never good. Yeah. Um, I like this this entire sequence here with Zena and Gabrielle. Like, it's very, like... <laughs> it's like the lesbian pride flag the colors in the sunset <laughs> i know it's all pink and brown um, i do love this because this is this captures the the essence of zine and gabrielle as as a couple that we did get on the show it just has a more depth of intimacy to it like mm-hmm. they're talking there and gabrielle's like i can feel the worry coming off of you yeah and Zena's being all snarky but gabrielle's like oh fuck off yeah Zena's like yeah of course it's fought a fucking village man of course i'm being fucking tired man and gabrielle's <laughs> like bitch please like i know what you're like talk to me yeah um and she like, she says what's really bothering you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so Zena like kind of tells her what happened when she was at the roman camp and um it's a. Uh, so I'll just read the panel. I was caught last night by a Roman in the camp. He managed to get the drop on me, but put the pinch on him before he could raise the alarm. When I interrogated him, that's very bold. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what that means. He has between 30 seconds and a minute and a half to live. <laughs> uh, about why he was here, uh, all he would say was that their god Demios has demanded that they destroy Discord's temple. So there's, you know. Why can't the gods just, like, fucking take a vacation? I know. Go to Disneyland. Go fucking relax for a while. Like Go get they, drunk together. They and then can just... do pretty much whatever the fuck they want. Like, just take a chill pill. <laughs> chill cucumbers. Zena um, <laughs> says, I can't help but feeling there's more to this than what we're being told. There's nothing I hate more than being a plaything of the gods and dragging you into it. Just the protection she has for Gabrielle is so oh, fucking I know. cute. So this is going to segue to me just reading all the cute scenes from the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabrielle says, I got the feeling Discord wasn't exactly being forthcoming with us too, but we can't turn our back on the people uh, or on those kids. Which, you know, Gabrielle, always going for the greater good. <laughs> anyway, whatever happens, but we're Zena, doing the right thing. But Zeno obviously has some kind of maternal instinct too. Oh, I God, mean, yeah. she, you know, she becomes a mother and... A <laughs> couple, couple of times. Uh, yeah, Shockram's... Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. No, no, no. no this, is not, this is the comic episode, not the show. Uh, anyway, so Gabrielle says we're doing the right thing, and Zena's like, well, I did promise you. And then Gabrielle gives her, like, literally a kiss for good luck, and I literally yelled on the bus <laughs> in the middle of Chinatown about how gay this was, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. So I looked completely normal. I went to the 8, uh, eight o'clock on a Friday. I looked pretty normal yelling <laughs> at a comic book <laughs> compared to some people. I would think so, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so the Romans roll in and attack... And it's, you know, <laughs> I love the sound effects. Slang. Slang. <laughs> Shwing. Shwing is Wayne's real thing. And it's something completely different in this context. <laughs> I said shwang, actually. But That's even know. worse. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so this is yeah, the big, big fight scene, and Xena gets the shit kicked out of her a little bit. But uh, I like how she says, don't make me kill needlessly, which is such a turnaround from and, old Xena. I know, and I love how she's like ensconced in light here, and she's like standing on the chest of some guy, and she's like got all the power. <laughs> Very dramatically backlit here. <laughs> so good. I do love the art here, actually. Yeah, this is this is one of the panels where I was like, okay, that actually looks really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Like, old Wonder Woman art from, like, the 70s. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, a little bit. Like, the old Marvel style of, like, dark lips, big, full dark lips, you know, voluptuous women, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Lois Lane pumping iron, basically, is what this is. But she doesn't look over-sexualized here. Like, her no. skirt actually looks longer. It looks longer on this than it does in the show. It, it, I think it is, yeah. Which is probably and good. And then we turn the page, it's a big full ad for Vampirella. Which, <laughs> which is, is just, like, the juxtaposition. titties and hands on the titties. <laughs> so many titties. 50 years of Vampirella? Holy fuck. Oh my god. I don't really actually know that I've consumed really any kind of Vampirella media at all. We gotta fix it. Vampirella's kind of fun. Anyway, um, so looks like they saved the village, and then oh, guess who pops up? Discord. <laughs> so this is, I hate this panel. It looks like Gabrielle got hit in the face with a rock. Got her <laughs> oh my god! Out. Like yeah. this is just she's so gummy here. She looks like, like when you think of like a stereotypical cartoon redneck, this is this is what she would look like. I hate that. Anyway, um, so Discord's like you're supposed to take just the old geezers out to fight, and then Zena says that doesn't sound right to me, Gabrielle. If I remember correctly, and as a bard, I have a pretty good memory, your conditions were, you gotta bring them, but the kids stay home, it's a school night. <laughs> the only people that were left from this village were elders, one of whom went in the opposite direction to find the nearest militia. You never said we couldn't get outside help. <laughs> so Discord's like, fuck, alright, whatever. And then Zeus pops up with, like, other daddy Aries and a bunch of them. I'm trying to figure out who this is. Is that, is that, that's not... Strife, is it? I think it is Strife, okay. yeah. Uh, it looks hard. Is this not great? It looks different. That's the thing. I was confused from the beginning to the end about who this, like, goth-looking guy was, and it's Strife all the way through, but... Yeah. Zeus looks fancy in his little kimono. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And his very... How do they get their beard so meticulous? Is it god power? Like, they just go... Just of course, yeah, okay. just... yeah. Schwing, in your words. Schwing. Schwing. <laughs> so this is actually a really short uh, issue, because, like, we're done after this. Um... So it looks like, you know, discords and shit. And then the, the end panel is next Xena's world tour. <laughs> I was like, please tell me this is like some weird fan fiction self-insert episode like we're going to get in their issue like we get in the show. <laughs> they just like pop up like World Pride New York or something. <laughs> that would be fun. I want to go on Xena's world tour. You want to go on Xena? What? I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way... Listeners, my thirst for um, Saran Jones in Gentleman Jack and Scott and Bailey has oh been my God. pretty much as bad as my Lucy Lawless thirst in the yeah. last couple weeks. Oh, there's like, the thing you guys intense. have to watch, Gentleman Jack. That's a fucking good show. I think we've probably mentioned it, probably. but um, it it's still good and really gay, and there's such big dyke energy <laughs> um, emanating off of... And Lister, played by Saran Jones. Yeah. And um, there's lots of drama. Yes. I mean, if you're familiar with Anne Lister, you know her to be the the most famous English lesbian uh, who wrote journals in code about how, you know, graphically detailing what she has done with women. But how she groveled women well. That's such a horrifying... Groveled. ...phrase. (laughs) Jesus. Um, So I did did an episode of Sports Are Gay with uh, my friend today. Yeah, that's a fun podcast. Listen to Sports Are Gay. Um, 
And they, one of the questions they asked me was, in doing the podcast with your wife, have you learned anything about her You know that you may or may not have wanted to know? And I was like, no, no, no. All I've realized is that her thirst for Lucy Lawless was not as bad as I... Or it was worse than I thought it was because there are literal points where we're recording and I just see your eyes glaze over and your mouth kind of drops open a little bit. <laughs> and I have to kind of like nudge you and be like, please talk. <laughs> I'm very thirsty. You are. <laughs> I catch you just staring at the Xena poster in the wall sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well. Just occasionally you're just like, hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure no one is gayer than me. Uh, I, I literally have a tattoo of my leg that says how gay I am, so I think I okay you. Okay, well, we're well, both, okay. like, together, we're, like, unstoppable the, gays. Old, the yeah, unstoppable gays. That's we're the unstoppable gay force, so, an unstoppable force and an immovable object. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what would be the immovable object? Would it be Xena? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, what would the immovable object be? <laughs> um, so, yeah, my overall thoughts of the issue, too, was, like, it was good, or it wasn't great, um... I just I do love the casual gayness and the and the casual intimacy that we're getting. It's quite nice, um, but it makes me kind of think that like at this point now, I don't think I need a TV reboot. No, the more I think about it, the more I just kind of don't want no. it. Like if it's on, I I will obviously watch it. How oh yeah. I, how could I not? But I don't know. I'm just so <clears throat> committed to the original show and its tone and its playfulness and yeah. it was so 90s early 2000s yeah. and that was really delightful i'm fine with there being comics because that's an entirely different form of media can i ask what question as to why you're sitting like tori is playing the piano right now i don't know okay i'm just curious yeah um i will say though that like it is if, for me like to watch gentleman jack now look like you break into crucify <laughs> Um, watching things like Gentleman Jack now, I, I do wonder how much, uh, how much Xena has paved the way for that. Um, because, you know, if, if, if there weren't groundbreaking TV shows like this, and, you know, not that Ellen is, you know, perfect by any stretch right now, but like... No, she's that, kind of obnoxious mm, right now, but... Um, yeah. but things like that, you know, would we be able to have shows like Gentleman Jack? And I don't, I don't think we would. No. And it's, I mean, it just got renewed. It's obviously hugely popular um and it's this hugely popular show about explicit lesbians yeah. well it's also like a bbc show which i mean they have a huge budget because they only do like four episodes a season oh yeah my friend uh katie who said who's in fucking love like lesbians and fucking fancy ass purity clothing yeah exactly my friend katie today said that people are so horny for like <laughs> high budget english period pieces that they'll uh, even take the lesbians and straights will even take the lesbians so yeah well there's enough there's enough story there that isn't just gay stuff that's, no, that's interesting so there's like a window into that time period and everything but yeah I, so someone said to me oh told Halifax that's you, you know you'll get to see Halifax back as it was and I was like I didn't grow up in England <laughs> so I'm a bad gay who had no idea who Anne Lister was prior to Gentleman I thought Jack she was a pirate I was getting her and Anne Bonnie confused I no I had no idea which is shameful and by all accounts she wasn't like maybe the best person very much a capitalist like a oh, bad capitalist oh and probably really bad to her wives and girlfriends and got a lot of them put in asylums um but anyway <laughs> somehow that doesn't seem surprising no <laughs> a lot of her women ended up in asylums <laughs> oh right yeah cool yeah <laughs> anyhow <laughs> 
uh, yeah, so I guess thank you to BBC too for bringing this out because like I or BBC Four, one of them, I can't remember. But like, I wouldn't have known half as much about Endlister as I do now if it weren't for this. So you know, <laughs> learn your gay history. Good history lesson. Um, and if there's anything good and gay we want to do in, we should do in New York in July when we're there, please tell us. We're going to go to Stonewall and the Big Gay Ice Cream Shop and something at the museum. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, I think there's a queer, like, Stonewall yeah. exhibit, which we might go to, which sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it. I mean. I think so. Cool. We're going to try and get our friend Bailey back from, uh, our very popular lesbian erotic, <laughs> lesbian vampire erotic episode. Uh, to watch the craft with us and do an episode. Um, so hopefully we'll be, next episode will either be um, the full episode of Xena TV or the craft. Yeah, we'll be back to full length episodes. Um, it's just been a bit of a shit show over here. Yes, and also we have the comments to talk about, so yeah. that's good. Uh, you know, social media is nowhere to find us. Um, and we'll do the, the proper extra on the, on the next big episode. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>